This week at Macy's, find Valentine's Day gifts for all your loves, like fragrance gift sets they'll adore. Plus, take an extra 15% off with your coupon or Macy's card. On top of beautiful jewelry finds, now 35 to 70% off. And 25% off decadent chocolate from Godiva. Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift card services and fees. More at Macy's.com slash Star Rewards. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Fact or myth? In the big game, the coin toss usually comes up heads. That is a myth. In fact, tails has come up more often in recent years. Football is full of myths. Like the pigskin isn't actually made of pigskin. Gambling is a share of myths too. Unfortunately, believing gambling myths can cost you a lot of money. So learn what's myth and what's fact at KeepItFunOhio.com. You'll also find helpful tips, interesting quizzes, and great games all to help ensure gambling is always fun. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Baltimore sports fans of all ages, welcome to Section 336, Next Generation of Baltimore Sports Talk. I am your endearingly centering host, Matt Roca. As always, I'm joined by the button lover, Josh Roca. Hey, Matt. Happy New Year. And a happy New Year to you, too. Well, no, happy actually, is that, have we passed the happy New Year time? Uh, this they, is our. This is the first podcast of the year, so I think it's still Happy New Year. Okay. For our listeners, we have not talked to them in 2023. Okay. There's a big the year of the Orioles World Series championship. That's right. This is the year that Orioles win. The, I should. Oh, you got your, your you got your shirt on. I should wear my shirt. <laughs> it just happened. Yeah. Yeah. 2023 World Series champions. Yeah. Would Michael Ice got here? That's when we started saying right. Like 2023 is the year. Right. And it's all worked out perfectly. <laughs> yeah, a little not the off season I was planning. You know, when we talked five years ago and settled on twenty twenty three, I didn't say as soon as we get James McCann and some guy named O'Hearn, we're all good. Yeah, but according to Rakubako, Mike Elias got his guy in O'Hearn, which we'll get to. Yeah, I will get to that. This is Mike Elias' guy. I was more intrigued by James McCann's first interview with the media. Yeah. Did you see his quotes? I got a couple quotes, yeah. All right, we'll get to that as well on today's show. I feel like we do this. We get so excited because you and I don't really talk during the week. Maybe a few text messages. I feel like we get so excited, we sometimes just jump straight into talking about some Orioles news without setting the show up, without anything. We just jump straight into it. And it's not like it's so much news this week that we have to cram it all in at the top. Yeah. No, no, I agree. Like This is, in terms of baseball... This is the dullest part of the entire year. There yeah. literally is not a quieter, duller part of the baseball season than kind of <laughs> Christmas through kind of January. This is it. And then yeah, Christmas February, we're starting to get excited for pitchers and catchers reporting. But yeah, right now, there's right. nothing. Right. Because if you waited this long as a free agent to sign, then you're like, you might as well wait another month. Yeah. And let the demand on. And listen, um, this past week, uh, Nathan Avaldi signed with the Rangers. 
that was the last guy on my radar as the guy that I was interested in having. Yep. Um, again, he signed for $34 million. That sounds like a deal. Doros could have afforded uh, two years, $34 million, but they chose not to do it, uh, which is their prerogative, obviously. But that was yeah. the one last guy. So now, like, there's not a single free agent out there that holds no. any interest for me. Even Wade Miley signed a nice contract today. Right. Like, every Even Rich Hill. Signed. Rich Hill signed. Rich yeah. Hill got signed this past week. You're right. Yeah. So it's, uh, I we kind of now still know. Out there, but again, right. But it's, it's coming very clear what the 2023 Orioles are going to look like. Yes. And it's definitely going to be prospect based. We hope our success. We were hoping that maybe our success would depend on a veteran top rotation starter, a middle the hitter, a veteran middle the hitter order. But no, our success or failure next year will be pretty much entirely dependent on Adley Rutschman and Gunnar Hedgerson and Grace Rodriguez and all these rookies. Yep. So yeah, and other rookies that are coming up. Yep, we so, will do. Uh, we will go as far as our prospects take the us. The nice thing which is could be fun, which could be great, which could be fun. And like, hey, if if the prospects get us into the playoffs in 2023, that bodes really well for 24, 25, 26, and 27. Are, are you, you going to say that the next free agency is going to be the year where we go big? No, I'm thinking that this was it. And we don't go big. This is how it is every offseason now. This is how it is every offseason. Trying off to season. find small, the question tiny is, upgrades. Yeah. The question is, in these next three, four weeks, do we follow the model of the Braves and some other teams and sign Adley Rushman long-term before yeah. pitchers and catchers report? That's what I'm looking for now. Yeah. Because I un- realize we're not signing anyone. And Hey, hey listen. If you get Adley Rushman to a, a long-term extension – Huge you can convince me that this is a, this is an okay off season. You you, you can yep. convince me of that because um, you've achieved one of your main goals is is extending Adley Rutschman. But we'll see. I, I haven't heard any chatter, but with Michael Elias, you don't hear chatter, so I don't think we would even know have any hints before it happens if it does happen. But I'm not holding my breath. But that would be that would be refreshing. Uh, a really actually a great way. Um, to kind of end the offseason and head into spring training would be an Adley Rutschman extension. Or a Gunnar Hendon extension, for that matter. Or both. Yeah. I mean, why not? Who cares? If we're not, I don't, I don't we, got it, we got money. You're making money. You might as well find some way to spend it. Yeah. And, and you would imagine financially, it makes sense to do it because you can you can dump more money into the team now and it'll save you money down the road. If you spend more money now, that's how it works, right? You buy right. out their um, long, arbitration their years and their pre-arb years. You buy all those out, so you spend more money now. But long-term, you save money. And by the way, the thing about having all these great prospects is in five years, all of them go and get paid. And so if you can you know, spread out the money a little bit more now, then when it comes time for Grace Rodriguez or Colton Cowser wherever the next guy is to get paid, you have a little bit more money there as opposed to kind of all young prospects, their big arb years and their free agency years happening within one or two years of one another. That's going to make for some tough decisions. And we could be seeing, you know, this is way down the road. I'm not worried about it. Right. But one of the reasons the Red Sox just signed Devers to this huge 11-year deal is because they had seen their top prospect guys like Mookie Betts, 
walk. Xander Bogarts, walk. Um, if you want to go before that, John Lester, walk. So it becomes tough to, to, to keep your own guys if you don't keep them early. Yeah, I totally agree. And But we'll see. I mean, I and that's where we talked last week, like we talk every few weeks, about the lawsuits and stuff. And you don't know how much that really affects the Orioles with long-term contracts and everything. Yeah, and even the future of ownership. The future of ownership, sure. Right. That all questions everything. And we're seeing other teams prepare to sell and stuff. So, it's yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, there's a lot of debate last year with the whole Juan Soto deal, which talked about before. But what do you do with Juan Soto? And it's it's possible that Nats could have extended them if they would have had secure ownership, but right. they didn't want to extend him, then have, be on the hook for this when they're trying to sell the team. So they just traded him because it was simpler to do. Yeah. So hope, hope the Orioles aren't in that situation. Right. All right. But before, hey, and I want to get to, we're going to talk about Ryan Hare and we'll talk about James McCann quotes. But before, can we do a little, uh, we don't do it enough because we are just so Orioles focused sometimes. But can we get into the Ravens? Because now, I mean, this is football yeah. season. We got playoffs around the corner. Uh, we got the Ravens are in the playoffs, despite what you might read on Twitter. They've made the playoffs. Um, and, and and so now it's a really kind of interesting time for football, but also specifically for the Baltimore Ravens, but, especially the kind of situation the, the Baltimore Ravens are in right now. The, the But the thing that's really interesting with the Ravens is the Lamar Jackson situation. The fact that Lamar... After getting hurt a bunch last year, and the Ravens offering him a ton of money, he then got hurt again this year. And so he's missed like half a season last year, half a season this year. And here we are going into week 18. I know we don't. Oh, and on top of that, we it sounds like it's Lamar Jackson calling the shots and Lamar Jackson saying he doesn't want to play. That's what sounds Yeah, and Lamar Jackson... Like right, deciding on whether he's healthy or not enough to play. Right now, some people think that's crap, and it's but it sure sounds like it's Lamar Jackson. And you've got Lamar Jackson on Twitter liking like going back to old posts from other people that say like the old uh, we talking about practice. Yeah, and he's liking that. Well, but we talking about practice turns into we're talking about you not playing in the game. Yeah, a chance, and and yeah, and la- winning last weekend was a game they could have won. If Lamar Jackson was was behind the center, but if Lamar Jackson was, they could have won that, which gave sure. him a chance to win the division. Sure. Now it looks like they probably don't have a chance for the division. Yeah, well, that's up because in the, air, the Bengals' schedule is kind of up in the air. Yeah. If they don't replay that that Bills game, then the Bengals just automatically win, basically because it would come down to percentages. So the Bengals will just get the division. So then next week game doesn't matter. So next week the importance of Sunday's game. Is still kind of up in the air. Right. Should we be irritated that Lamar still isn't practicing here on Wednesday, leading into a Sunday one o'clock game? Yeah. Or do we just not care until it's playoffs? Well, it's been so interesting to watch kind of the Orioles, the Ravens season, because there's been so much focus on uh, Roman as the offense coordinator and Harbaugh as the coach, and kind of should they right. go, should they stay? And the whole time, I'm like. You guys are it's missing Lamar. it. You guys are missing it. It doesn't matter who your office coordinator is. It doesn't like this is this whole entire season is about Lamar Jackson. It is. And that's and, the story. There's no other story. And here. don't it's Lamar Jackson's right. the story. And don't get upset about I don't I like I I don't understand why Huntley got the Pro Bowl vote, but I don't care. It's fourth string of a Pro Bowl. Who cares? 
But I'm not mad at Huntley for his poor performance because he's got no one to throw the ball to. But that was true with Lamar too. But that, yeah, but Lamar at least had Lamar. And why do you think Lamar's passing numbers were down? What well, Lamar won games on his own. Yeah, and that's like part of my point is you, if you take, and I think this is not talked about enough. Yes, I think um, DaCosta deserves some criticism for not building a better offense around him. But also, if you take the top receiver off any team, you take Diggs off off the Bills. Uh, you, you, if you take the top receiver off, off any football team, you're going to be worse, right? Your offense will be right. worse. Bateman, Bateman is our best receiver. And I think we forget that because he's been gone pretty much the entire season. But that's a blow that hurts. Right. When, when you lose your starting quarterback, listen, people want to criticize Harbaugh and Roman. You can criticize them all you want. No team in the NFL is built to win with a backup quarterback. No team is built to win like no. that. If you don't have Lamar Jackson in there, I don't care who your coach is, you're not going to win very, 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 very many games. So to go back to your question, um, like who kind of who is at fault here and should Lamar be playing? Listen, if Lamar doesn't feel like talking about him, if he needs to wear a brace on his knee or if he doesn't feel 100%, I mean, the contract matters, right? Like these. It does. He has nothing guaranteed after this year. Nothing. And so if he gets hurt, like that's his future, right? And, and it, he's on the it, verge, Josh, of $200 million. And so right. if I'm – But this, it also – Yeah, go ahead. But it's also he went into this. He had money thrown at him, and he decided to bet on himself. And since he bet on himself, that price has gone down. You think so? He does not get – Yeah, he missed five games last season, and he's missed five games so far this season. Okay. you don't, Because I saw a lot of people saying – why would his money go up? Because of what the offense looks like without him. The offense has no wide receivers. Josh, there were whispers last year. You, you, you may have ignored them, or you may have been starting them. I think more likely you were starting the whispers that Huntley was just as good as Lamar Jackson. We've seen this no, season. No, we know that's not the fact. We've seen this season that Huntley can't hold a candle to Lamar Jackson. Yes, if, Huntley, but- if Lamar Jackson leaves and we go with Huntley next year, we're winning five games, maybe. Right. But Lamar wants to be the highest paid quarterback in football. You don't pay that much for a guy that can only play two-thirds of your games every season. Right. But maybe because one of the reasons he's playing two-thirds is because he doesn't have guaranteed contract. And once he gets that guaranteed contract, no. it might be more likely to play. He played two-thirds. No, he played two-thirds last year. Maybe, Josh. Tell me, Show me a big-name quarterback that plays only 12 games a year. Well... I'm it just, doesn't happen. Yeah, I'm thinking, if you're gonna be, you, if you play those twelve games, if you're only playing twelve games, that means that you have a harder chance to make the play, the playoffs. I mean, twelve games is not you're not paying that quarterback for twelve games. You're paying them for the entire season. No, I I agree, and to me too, injuries when you're kind of a running quarterback also kind of matter more, not because you're more likely to get them, though no. you might be more likely to get them. All but, of Lamar's injuries both took place when he was in the pocket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what I'm None of his injuries are from running. But what I'm saying is he hurt his knee. And I'm saying is you get banged right. up, that limits your ability to, 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 to run, right? If you tweaked your yeah. knee, maybe if you're a pocket quarterback, you can still play and it doesn't bother you as much. But if your whole game plan is to run half the time and you can't do that, that's an element right. in your game that, that hurts you. No, and I get what other, you're saying. Right. Sure it does. And I get what you're saying about Lamar protecting himself. 
two hundred fifty million. But you're the leader. But you're the leader of the team, and you're just going to sit back and be like, "Hey, I, the team locked up the playoffs, so I'm just going to sit here, and when the playoffs come, I'll play, and that way I can be like this playoff star." It doesn't make sense. I mean, the other thing with it's like it's like if Adley Rushman said, "Oh, I'm only going to play on uh, on on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Fridays." It's hard to imagine how they're saying that. Well, exactly. You and you want the leader of your of your club a team who who is wants to sit back and be like, I'm only ninety seven percent, so I'm not going to play. So what are you saying, Josh? Are you done with Lamar? Are you rolling with Huntley? No, I'm saying Lamar's price tag has gone down, huh. and I think if Lamar <laughs> still expects those same numbers, maybe from the Ravens, but some team might yeah, pay him. I don't know if they'll pay him those numbers, and I don't know if you're the Ravens if you. I don't know what the the draft class looks like well, this year and stuff, but maybe you consider, hey, our defense got us into these play this playoff position, not Lamar Jackson. Yeah, well, there's also so you maybe there's also the balance of how far could we get with this defense, Huntley, and a, and a good wide receiver. Well, I'd love to see Lamar with a good wide receiver. Yeah, I would too. We've never. I I wanted to see Joe Flacco with a good wide receiver. We've never seen that. All the good quarterbacks have a number one. We've never had a number one in Baltimore. Yeah. I would say the only – I mean, Tua got great when Tyreek Hill got there. Um, Josh Allen got great when Stefan Diggs got there. Um, the Bengals just have a, a, a you know a long list yeah. of great receivers. I'll take any of their and guys even, as number one. Even look at – I'm down here in Jacksonville. Look at Jacksonville. Yeah. They don't have a number one, but they got like four number twos. Yeah. Yeah, they got guys that are catching the ball all over the place. We don't have any of that. We have a, De- now, a Demarcus Robinson who would be and likely. Yeah, uh, into the baseball uh, uh, analogy, the, we got Ryan Flaherty. He uh, Demarcus Robinson is our ace wide receiver on any <laughs> other team. He would be maybe the sixth man in the rotation. Yeah, exactly. Um, what I think happens to Lamar is I don't think his price tag by his his price tag does not go down for next year next year they franchise tag him you think so and it's because i think it's the ravens then saying hey we're not ready to we're not ready to make a long-term commitment we're now going to see what you can do and if you get injured three years in a row that's a problem so i think franchise tag is the easy way to go with lamar it's also interesting what's happening and if you look at across the nfl so this past offseason too big i mean there's a lot of quarterback movement it seems like every offseason now the quarterbacks play musical chairs Yes, but I think the two of the biggest moves w- both backfired for the teams who made the moves. So, for example, Denver traded a bunch of picks to Seattle uh, to get Russell Wilson. That's been right. a disaster. Deshaun Watson was signed to the biggest contract ever and traded a bunch of picks. Deshaun Watson has been less good <laughs> uh, than they expected. One one would argue that that the he was horrible. Is, is better. He's not played well. He played no. He played the Redskins this week and looked horrible. Yeah, uh, those especially in the first or half. The Commanders, sorry, the Commanders. Um, it was just atrocious. You like so, their new logo, or you like their new mascot? Yeah, the pig, the pig, <laughs> Major Tutty. Yeah, uh, I do. Um, but but no, Deshaun Watson. So far, year and maybe it'll change. But year one, that looks like a really, really, really bad contract. So you yes. also wonder, you know, do teams have our teams looking at the Russell Wilson deal? Looking to Sean Watson, saying, "Well, maybe we shouldn't go all, all in one of these quarterbacks because it could backfire." Does that hurt Lamar Jackson's trade value? Because you're right, the Ravens have to make a decision. There's three options: you can franchise him, you can extend him, or you can trade him. 
if you do right. franchise him, Josh, and he has another game uh, where he has another year like this where he misses a bunch then of you games pay him. in the season. Oh, no. If he misses a bunch, the then the you don't pay him. You don't give him that long-term you deal. You don't. But even but then, then what do you do? You just let him walk? Do, uh, do you franchise him tricky. again and, and trade him? Um, if that's you, the case, his stock has gone way down. If he's right, right. It all depends. Again. So it maybe you're depends. better off I mean, trading him this offseason, especially a, if you feel like a lot, you're a couple pieces away. Yeah, there's a lot of teams that would be perfectly happy to have Lamar for 10, 12 weeks a year. Not a team that plans to win the Super Bowl. Right, but when you when you trade for Lamar, you assume he'll be there for 17 games. And right, you, right. you imagine <laughs> if you're another team, I mean, here's here's the pitch. Well, imagine it's, my team with actual good receivers because there's right, a lot of teams right. out there who have the, bad quarterbacks but good receivers. No, the pitch is the pitch is I'll, I'll give Lamar receivers, and the pitch is well, Lamar's gotten hurt three years in a row. He can't be every year. Right. The pitch is he's just had bad luck. But can you imagine? But if you're the Ravens, you can, uh, the Ravens. I don't think you can gamble after three years of that. Yeah. No. No. Like I. So it gets it gets really tricky. If I'm Las Vegas. And and you and you tell me I can have a Lamar Jackson Devontae Adams situation going on, like I'm salivating at that. I think I can turn that into a Super Bowl. I think I can turn that into magic, um, right? Because the Ravens never right. had a Devontae Adams for him to throw to, right? And and Lamar is 45 and 16 in his career. Yeah, and what's happening? And, and uh, we've we've <laughs> seen Le- right. No, yeah. Uh, Ravens are 25. Get, uh, points per game with Lamar and 12 points per game with Huntley. 12 points with Huntley. That's embarrassing, yeah. Josh. Yeah. It is. Um, of course it's embarrassing. And that's but what the good running ha- game. You, <laughs> right, that's what the good running game. That's crazy. But it, you have to question, like, what's the point of having 25 points a game if when the season gets deep and you get into it, he's not available? That's where it gets tricky. Well, it gets, yeah, yeah, but it's, again. What's the point of having a star quarterback that can get you to the playoffs, but then he's too hurt to play? Well, because he's better than Tyler Huntley. And right, if, but but if he gets you to the playoffs and then Huntley has to play in the playoffs, you're never going to get to the Super Bowl. You like, need a guy that's healthy. Yeah, but Lamar, and this guy, Lamar will play in the playoffs. Don't tell me that. But don't tell me Lamar got hurt because he's a running quarterback. Because both injuries this year and last year were in the pocket. Yeah, no one's saying that. Maybe, maybe we should run more, so you get less hurt. I don't know. I don't know. Or better line, or maybe a wide receiver that could get open so he could throw the ball. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but but listen, that 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 costs money. Um, yes. The Ravens don't. I don't know how it works with the cap. Uh, Jason Lock and Forrest says they're just cheap. Other people say it's because the cap. I don't know what is true, but but their unwillingness. But they they're not going to draft and develop it. They're not going to draft and develop a wide receiver. Get get out of here with that with that nonsense. So they're going to need yeah. to to sign. No, they've tried. They've tried it. It doesn't yeah, work. But other teams. I mean, we saw this off season. The Eagles do it um, and had a lot of success trading Brown from the from the Titans. Other teams, right. and before that, we had the Diggs and then the Adams. This happens all the time where big-name receivers are traded. Um, the Ravens have been stingy, though, with their draft picks and unwilling. But I think the only way to make this work with Lamar, Lamar Jackson is you get Lamar Jackson, you get him Andrews, you get him Dobbins, and you get him a legit number one wide receiver. And yes. then, listen... Then you roll the dice, and maybe he gets hurt again, but maybe he doesn't. And if he doesn't, you could have something special. So that's yeah, that, that's the tough question that Steve Bashotti and DaCosta and Harbaugh have to have to answer. 
Like, can we make this thing worth with Lamar? Can we get right. a full season out of him? Can, can we build a team around him? Or is Lamar going to be so expensive and the risk is so great with him getting hurt and missing games that it's just not worth it and we're better off getting some first-round picks, dealing them now, right. and then re- rebuilding and finding a different quarterback? Yeah, That's the no, question. it's it's a it's a lot of questions that they're gonna have to deal with, and I think they'll I think they'll franchise tag him and put it off, put off those questions till next year. Yeah, we'll see. I, I don't know. I don't I don't know. Um, I don't know. But and anyone who talks about Harbaugh and Roman just irks me because they're missing. Like this conversation is the stories of the Ravens this year right. and this offseason. There's no other stories. I don't care who the coach is next year. It doesn't matter. No, Lamar Jackson's the story. Um, our where this team goes will be depending on what we decide to do with Lamar Jackson. Right, right. And what Lamar Jackson decides to do with us, right? It's a it's a two way street there. Next year, well, I mean, once we can stop franchise, well, even this year, what, is he going to come back? Well, if we tag him, right? But, right, but I'm oh, saying, but I'm saying the, during the postseason, even this is a story. I mean, John Harbaugh. Oh, I think yes. His press conference today I was he doesn't want to talk about it. Awkward. Yeah, he, said, he says I'm gonna get my players ready. I don't want to talk about Lamar. I don't want to talk about the injury. Right, because he well, because I, he for, doesn't know. it's and uh, no, it's because uh, does he not know because of the state of the injury, or does he not know because it's all on Lamar? Because it's on Lamar. Because, because Lamar will tell right. him when he's going. To because play. because for a month now we've been saying it's day to day, and Lamar hasn't played for over a month. Right, he was supposed to play three weeks, and then four weeks, of, and then I heard a bunch of stuff like, "Well, this is the usual recovery is four weeks," and then four weeks go by and he's still not practicing. There's lots of Lamar apologists out there. They'll say, oh, no, this is normal. Well, it's it's so. tough because Lamar is so likable, but he's also kind of quirky and different and does, right. you know, his behavior on Twitter, you mentioned, is kind of odd. Um, and his <laughs> yeah. interview is so, his interviews are so um, just kind of different. He does just have a different vibe, and it's hard to pick up on how he's thinking. I think he views things maybe differently than a lot of us do. I think he views more of what's good for Lamar, not what's good for the Ravens. I don't think he's a great... From the outside looking on, I've never met the guy, but he doesn't come across as a team leader to me. But the weird part of that is, if you watch him just on the field, forget all the off-the-field stuff. Oh, no. Yes. On the field, it seems like all his teammates love him. He seems like he's a natural leader. It seems like everyone rallies around him. On the field. On the field. Yes. It seems like people love playing with him. People are kind of awed by him on the field. It seems like kind of what you're talking about off the field may be true, but on the field, it's completely different. Right, right. And it, yeah. I He's high fiving everybody, even opponents. Like he gets along well with everybody, swapping right. jerseys. It's not like yeah. a, it's not like a Carson Wentz situation or Russell Wilson where no one likes this guy. Right, right. I don't know. And maybe it's because when he's on the field, he's a video game character. It's a cartoon out there you're watching. Yeah, the people are just kind of all It's nothing you've seen anything like this. Exactly. He's, and he's cool, Josh. He's cool. Yeah. He's very yeah. cool. Sunglasses sunglasses and a hat on the sideline. <laughs> yeah. That was... Yeah. And for a night game. Yeah, it was cool, I guess. <laughs> it's cool. I don't know how he saw anything through those glasses. But... I'm doing it now, too. Yeah. That's how I dressed when I watched the game. Just I saw him do it. I saw him want to do that. <laughs> sunglasses? Yeah. So. All right. That's some good Ravens talk. Yeah, right. so Ravens we, play on uh, Sunday at one, uh, and 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 
I don't want to get in the whole playoff things because I'm confused from the seedings and who will play, where we'll play. Well, because the Bengals Bills game and all that, it's it's all mixed up. We don't really right. know. But do you have? I know that. Assuming Lamar Jackson plays in the playoffs, maybe not this week, but plays in the playoffs. Josh, yeah. How confident are you that the Ravens can win a game? Do you think they have a run in them because we have a good defense because we have a good running game? You throw Lamar Jackson back there. Um, I believe that the way it shakes up, we'll have to either play the Bengals or the Jaguars early on. And uh, we did not have good luck in Jacksonville earlier in the season. So it's, uh, But I do like that Dobbins is back. I think you get Dobbins, Lamar. The Ravens always have a chance no matter who they're playing. Yeah. So I think the Ravens make it at least one round. Yeah, it's hard to imagine us competing. This week at Macy's, find Valentine's Day gifts for all your loves, like fragrance gift sets they'll adore. Plus, take an extra 15% off with your coupon or Macy's card. On top of beautiful jewelry finds, now 35 to 70% off. And 25% off decadent chocolate from Godiva. Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift card services and fees. More at Macy's.com slash Star Rewards. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Pros know a thing or two about how to get the toughest messes clean. That's why they've long trusted cleaning products from Ecolab for their businesses. And now that level of clean is available for your home at the Home Depot. Introducing Ecolab Scientific Clean, a full line of pro-grade cleaning products for all your home's needs. So you can clean like you mean business. Now available exclusively at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. If you're looking to get a new car, you could really cut expenses by bundling your car and renter's insurance with Progressive. Sure, you love your old car, but you know it's not normal to give instructions on how to open the window. It should be self-explanatory, but it's not. And notice how when you're in other people's cars, you can feel cushion in the seats? That's pretty nice, right? No, it's just normal. So bundle your renter's and car insurance with Progressive and put the savings toward a new car. It's time. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company coverage provided in service by affiliates and third-party insurers. Eating with the with the Bills and the Chiefs, but it, who knows? We've seen no flashes this year that we can compete with those guys. Yeah, but you, you get in the dance and then you you shake it up. This, I mean, if we make uh, a run, this conversation will be very different in in a month. If we make a run, yeah. But no, and plus we got a month with our quarterback having a month off to rest. Yeah, that's right. But a a I don't know playoff and exit first round of playoffs is not going to sit well with anybody. Including your boy Steve Bashotti. That won't sit well. Right. Right. Uh can we get some deer antler spray over to Lamar? Yeah. Yeah. Talk to Ray. Talk to Ray. Let's get that straightened out. All right. That's been our Ravens talk. <laughs> All right. Hey, well, this is a good time then to talk about our sponsor, DraftKings. Oh, please. The wait is over. DraftKings Sportsbook is one of America's top-rated sportsbook app, and it's officially live in Maryland. Now you can legally bet on all your favorite sports at DraftKings anytime, anywhere, right here in Maryland. For a limited time, new customers who sign up using the promo code SECTION336 will receive $200 in instant in free bets instantly. I know, Matt, this, weird, this week is a weird week to bet on any sports or in any NFL games because it's all Week 17 weirdness, so I don't even think we should break down a game at this point, but... What I am going to do on Sunday is the DraftKings uh, same-game parlays and player props. They got all types of cool stuff in there like that, plus fast, easy playouts, uh, payouts right at your fingertips. DraftKings Sportsbook is the place to go. 
So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code Section 336 to get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet on anything. Only at the DraftKings Sportsbook with the promo code Section 336. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 plus, physically present in Maryland, eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Bonus issued as free bets. See DraftKings.com slash MD for full terms and conditions. Well read. Um, I'll give you a like, better yeah. <laughs> I, I'll give a DraftKings bet tip here. You got a bet tip? Sure. And this is not right. this is not football. This is basketball. Oh, see, I didn't say I've been so focused on football. You can bet basketball, baseball. I cannot wait until baseball season yeah. to bet on DraftKings. Well, the the Wizards, um Brad, Bradley Beal. He re-hurt his hamstring, dealing with a hamstring issue. The Wizards are now full-on tank mode. Um, so just bet against the Wizards and you'll be okay. Because they were playing okay to start the season. couple injuries going, but like they should be, if not, be full-on tank mode. So if you bet against the Wizards, I think that well, I would go with that as far as for right now. Because I think they're at the point where they're going to start trying fade, to, what's to, 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 to lose games. So, so fade the Wizards? Yeah, fade the wizard. Thank you. I think that's the bet term, right? Yeah. So. Um, there's right, this you new guy, s- Josh, in the NBA on the next draft, yeah. Victor Wembanyama. Have you heard about this guy? Okay. Victor no, Wembanyama. I don't keep up with him. I don't keep up with him. Uh, NBA. Okay. They're saying Victor Wembanyama could be the next greatest player in the NBA. So a lot of people are calling to, for them to tank. I think he, he plays in France. He's like seven foot and can shoot threes. He's supposed to be incredible. Um, a phenom. So I, I hope the Wizards don't win another game all year so they have a chance at drafting Victor Webanyama. So that's our, that's my uh, Victor NBA Webanyama. Webanyama, Josh. Get it right. Webanyama. Yeah. Webanyama. Yeah. And then we're going to, we'll turn into a Wizards that's a podcast jersey. just so you can say his name over and over again. Webanyama. All right. Yeah. No problem. All right, let's talk Orioles, though, because Orioles is our main focus here. Baseball is what we do. Yeah. And like you said, it's been a, a pretty quiet week. Yeah. Um, I think the biggest move was, or the only move, um, they traded for Ryan O'Hearn uh, from the Kansas City Royals. Again, cash considerations. He's right. a left So Mike Elias got his man, you said about this? Yes, because the Orioles were looking for or Elias was supposedly looking forward to start the offseason, a left-handed bat that can play first base in a corner outfield. That's that's O'Hearn. He plays first base, corner outfield. He's left-handed. So Elias got his man. Now, if you thought Elias was also looking for a baseball player that was left-handed, could play first base, outfield, and actually be good at baseball, then he didn't get his man. But if he was just looking for <laughs> a guy who could hit left-handed and play first base in the outfield, then Elias did get his man. So that's how I feel about that. People will cite yeah. O'Hearn's good year in 2018 where he batted 262, by far his best batting average. Um, I would come back to you that in 2018 he played 44 games. So fine. Scribb's best year was the year he played 44 games. In his career, he's batting 219. Um, he's supposed to be kind of be a power guy. He's hit 38, 38 home runs over the course of five seasons, kind of playing sporadically 
Um, he's played in every season since 2018, but you know, his game totals range from 42 to the most games he's ever played is 105. Um, so kind of a, you, uh, uh, platoon type guy he's been treated as I got to imagine for the Orioles. He's strictly a depth piece. His career war is negative 2.8. Last year, he but had a negative 0.5 war. So there's nothing good in his stats. Nothing. No, it's like it's just another body to stop us from bringing our, the prospects up too fast. Yeah. Now, if we want to continue with this argument we've been having that Michael Elias' whole strategy this offseason is just to slightly improve upon kind of certain positions, slightly improve upon... Right. You know, um, with Gibson at, at the fifth starter, slightly improve upon Odor with Frazier, slightly improve upon the catcher situation with McCann. I guess you could argue this is a slight improvement over Tyler Nevin as your backup or Jesus okay. Aguilar as your backup first baseman. So, yeah, fine. It's He's better probably than Aguilar and Nevin, um, but not by much. <laughs> no, and it's you might as well have just signed Trey Mancini at this point. Because at least then the fan base would have gotten behind it. Hey, I was thinking about that, Josh. What about the reason you don't sign Trey Mancini um, is because he plays first base and he's right-handed. But you know, there's been a lot of rumors about oh, maybe the Orioles should trade Santander or Mullins or Hayes or yeah. Mateo. I've never heard a single rumor that we should trade Ryan Mountcastle. But Josh, what would be the harm? A lot of people like Ryan Mountcastle, his age, yeah. his power. But he's think, not necessarily a Mike Elias guy. He doesn't walk a lot. No. He strikes out too much. He doesn't put the ball in play enough. So what if we, you know, got rid of, not got rid of, but made a good trade with Ryan Matkowski, so part of a package for a certain pitcher, and then signed just, Trey Mancini to be that right-handed hitter first baseman? I think it's because we still think uh, of Mountcastle as he hasn't hit his peak yet. That That he came in hot, and then he kind of had a down year last year. So I think it's kind of wanting to see if his third season he bounces back after that sophomore slump. I think trading Mountcastle right now would be hopefully uh, is trading low on Mountcastle. I think it's really interesting how crowded our infield is right now, where it was crowded right at the end of the season, and now we keep bringing in infielders, and it's still crowded. And you're right. There's rumors of trading Santander. There's guys projecting that like Hayes might not fit into this team in a few years. But you're not here in Mountcastle. You're seeing Mountcastle kind of listed as part of this team in the future. Yeah, and and part of that is because we don't have a lot of first baseman prospects. Now, maybe a guy yeah. like Kobe Mayo ends up at first base, um, but we don't see a lot of first base prospects. Uh, but another guy, kind of switching gears here, that could be playing first base for the Orioles this year, some is James McCann. Uh, yeah, that was quite the quote. What 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 quote are you referring to, Josh? I really have no idea what quote He's, you're referring to. I read the oh, quote. He said, what quote are you referring to? No, no, that he said that when the trade happened, that he was told that him and Adley could be playing a lot of first base this year. Oh yeah, which is interesting when you think about a guy like Mountcastle was there. You think about Adley, and I guess maybe it's maybe that came from McCann, like people asking McCann, "Hey, how are you going to play 160 games or whatever they told you, 80 games?" So. And I guess that's where his way is like saying he's excited to play first base and make it not like he's just at least backup. Yeah. Now, I think it was, if you look at all the quotes, it's pretty clear he understands his role. Uh, th- there's quotes about him talking about, here's, here's his quote about the games played. He said, yeah. 
He said, quote, I can't control how many games I play, how many games I don't play. All I can control is the kind of teammate I am and what I do when I when my name is called. I'll be prepared for whatever comes my way. And again, I'm looking forward to meeting Adley and hopefully helping him continue to develop. That sounds yes. like a guy, Josh, that, that kind of knows, no, and knows that's, his role. I agree. And that was, he said, part of my role, whether it was Baltimore or New York or wherever, is sharing my expertise, sharing what I've learned in my career. And I'm a, believer, I'm a firm believer that that's the job of a veteran player, to share with young players a little bit of information in their development. He then went on and talked about his experience catching Cy Young winners and stuff yep. and passing that on. So all that's positive for him sitting next to Adley in the dugout. All get every, like They should have assigned seats next to each other. Yeah. And the other takeaway for me from that whole interview was that he contacted other players around the league, not, not necessarily Orioles, but he contacted other teams right. that play against the Orioles to kind of ask for their impressions of the Orioles. No, he said guys, he said guys have called out to him, reached out to him, yeah. congratulating him to talk about how talented the Orioles are. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so. it seemed like, like the Orioles were a good destination to be at because of the talent on their roster. And that might be, oh, ho-hum, but that's not something a lot of past teams could say that, other players are impressed by the talent on this roster. By And that was specifically about our pitching rotation and the guys that he would be catching. But it's still not something you hear ever for the, about praising the Orioles. And that's one of those peer praise things where it's like uh, Tim Kirchin and Buster Olney aren't going to talk about how great the Orioles' bullpen is. But inside baseball, the players know, hey, I really don't like to go up against Batista. Yeah, we gotta hit, we gotta score on the Orioles early because we don't want to get to that bullpen. Yeah, it's and that's true. good. That's all. I mean, it's all good things to hear. Yeah, yeah, it's true. And um, I know was it MLB? Do, do, are they releasing someone who's doing this top one hundred players? Where I saw um, both Hunter Henderson we made the list, and Adley Rutschman was like top twenty five player in baseball right now. That, that, that was pretty cool. Have you been seeing those lists? I don't even know who puts them out. If it's that, if it's MLB um, or ESPN. MLB normally does like a top 100 right now, but I think they normally don't do that until March. Okay. So I haven't seen that. Oh, okay. I've just, seen a I lot of predictions. I've seen a lot of Gunnar Henderson rookie of the year predictions going around. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. It's 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 MLB nerds is putting it out, and they had Gunnar Henderson at uh, 37, which is pretty cool to see. Uh, I think everyone ex- knows that Adley is going to be one of the top guys, but to see Gunnar Henderson as a, as number twenty seven is is a is a pretty cool a pretty cool deal. And yeah, and Adley was number twenty five, and that's did, MLB nerds for what it's worth. Yeah, well, if we're talking about other websites and what they're talking about, did you see Bleacher Report give their uh, what was the story called? Predicting the twelve biggest MLB storylines of twenty twenty three. No, and it's a lot. It's a lot of stuff that's not surprising but you scroll down about halfway through the article and here's the here's their here's the prediction the orioles keep rising and they win the al east oh wow so bleacher reports been listening they're to going us. with the our bold predictions yeah they said a lot about this prediction doesn't make sense when you look at the yankees and blue jays and tampa bay rays but the orioles have had a quiet off season uh and they point out Adley, Gunner, Felix Batista. They point out Grayson Rodriguez. They point out that they think we'll have Colton Kowser up this year. So they, they're predicting 95-plus wins 
and the franchise's first division title since 2014. Yeah, I, I, stuff like that makes me nervous because I think you're asking a whole lot of guys who have never proven it, it or is, proven it's, it's, it only in a short kind of stint, like Gunner. I think it's asking a lot. It is. It's setting expectations up. Like the Gunner but, expectations this year, everyone's already pronounced him as the rookie of the year before he yeah. started a game. All that makes me nervous. No, but yeah. But hey, a rookie of the year Gunner, a all-star Grayson Rodriguez, and a Adley being Adley. Okay, I, I can get on board with 95 wins. Yeah, combined with what we but did last year. But you're asking. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're asking these young kids to carry this team to the playoffs. Right. It'll be If this is the case, it'll be fun. It's what we've been calling for for years. And um, we just always thought we'd have a veteran here to help us out. But that's all right. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to yeah, it's certainly going to be entertaining to watch and they point this article points a lot to the fact that the Orioles went 67 and 54 once Adley came up. Right. Yeah, so, so you just take that assume that's how good the Orioles are. Yeah. And then combine it with Adley. Though, I mean combine it with with Gunner for a full year and Grayson now for a full year. Though the, and you adjust our schedule. Yeah, the the argument against that is we I talked about last sophomore week sophomore slump. One sophomore slump with the prospects. But can you count on the pitching to do what it did last year? I pointed out last. I pointed out last time, um, quality starts one of the worst teams in baseball. Can we count on guys like Austin? Like this is who we're counting on. That Kramer will pitch like he did last year. That Austin both will be good. That Tyler Wells right. can find can, can contribute. We're, we're 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 counting on a lot of pitchers that own can deal Hall kind of be good. Uh, it's just, yeah. I mean, last year I think a lot of players outperformed kind of their, their careers like they had kind of outliers and can they build and is that just great coaching the Orioles know how to coach pitchers and they continue to do that or was that a great year and maybe some of these guys are going to take a step no. back As, especially on the pitching side yep. the pitching side there's like can the bullpen hold that up yeah. we don't even know even is Batista. Deal Hall in the rotation yeah. or in the in the bullpen yeah, Ken Batista put up the type of numbers he put up this year. He went from a being a relative unknown in the minors to being one of the best closers in baseball. I think he can do it again next year, but there's no guarantees. He doesn't have a long track record of this. Correct. He's got no track record, let's be honest. Um, the other talk this week was that Michael Elias wanted to sign and was going after Eric Hosmer. Hosmer? Yeah. But then it came out today that he has a deal with the Cubs. Did that even did Hosmer to the Orioles ever even make sense to you? Uh, did Hosmer to the Orioles? No, it didn't make sense to me. Uh, I was, I mean, it makes sense in the, and, on, well, on the sense that he is what O'Hearn is. He's well, a left-handed first baseman. It makes sense on your plan of trade Ryan Mountcastle. Well, it makes sense there. Yeah, I mean, if you just look at at very simply like. Like every to be honest, actually does make a little bit of sense. I mean, I think everyone who is hating on the Hosmer deal, and I didn't really want to go out and sign Hosmer, but um, O'Hearn is just kind of a worse version of Eric Hosmer. Uh, so, right, like, would I rather have O'Hearn or Hosmer? Probably Hosmer. I mean, just better offensive numbers. Um, he's not certainly not what he once was, but he's better than a you know, 212 career hit or whatever it is, O'Hearn is. Now, maybe there's an expectation when you go Hosmer that he's going to play in the majors this year. And maybe O'Hearn, you feel like you can move him up and down and he's more of a depth piece in the minors. But but I think people are are quick to, to poo-poo guys 
until you start talking about, oh, well, who will be in that position if, if Hosmer's not? It's very easy to say, I don't want Hosmer. But then we start talking about, okay, if we don't have Hosmer, it, it's not like it's not like you're 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 going to get one of your prospects there. You're, you're going to get O'Hearn there. Is that really who you want? Or you're going to get Tyler Nevin there? Is that really who you want? So I think if you look at comparisons, that conversation becomes a little more tricky than just in general saying, oh, it's just kind of, it's kind of like Waka. Like I really don't want Waka on this team, right? But then you got to say, okay, well, if Waka doesn't play, who's going to be in that in that situation pitching? Got it. Uh, do you see MLB also put out? their predictions and they said the pipeline hitter of the year. So the prospect best offensive prospect this year, uh, they're saying comes out of the, uh, Orioles organization. Oh, really? Hurst number uh, 13 Herstat. in all of baseball. No Jackson holiday. Oh, okay. They're saying Jackson holiday steps up and has a huge year. Uh, this, this season, we won't see him in the majors this year. He kids 19 years old. Yeah, no, that's someone who, but, you know, I think he got a cup of tea with the Shorebirds last year, but I'm looking forward to seeing all that. I mean, there's been a lot of talk about Beavers, about Fabian, uh, yeah. and a lot of talk about um, about Holiday. And I'm looking forward to seeing our draft class have a full year, whether it's at Delmarva or I was going to say the Frederick Keys, but not the Frederick Keys anymore, or at the at the Aberdeen Ironbirds. It's going to be fun to see them have a full year there um, and, and see and see what they do. I think Holiday is obviously being the number one pick. Is gonna or a first round pick is gonna have a ton of eyes on him, and a, yeah, number one pick is gonna have a, a ton, ton of eyes on him. So it will be fun to watch how fast he moves with the system. He'll start with the Shorebirds, I guess, but where will he end up? Will he make it to Bowie? That's something that's gonna be fun to watch. That's cool. Yeah, uh, on the Verge recently just did a whole thing breaking down our top prospects. Oh, nice. So Let's check that, checking out. that out. Yeah, it's good. All right, guy. Anything else for the good uh, calls? As far as Orioles news, no, that was it. All right, we, we covered them. it. Uh, and again, the only thing that could excite me at this point would be if we extend one of our own, or if we make a big trade. But there's no free agent signings that are going to have me no. text Josh. We need to do a special podcast on Thursday because the Orioles did this move. No, no. If they do, we'll make the special podcast. But I'm not planning on it. Right. Um. Do you think they make a big trade before before spring training? Nope. I think they wait. I think this is the team. I think this is pretty much the squad. Um, I don't think they make a single other move. Uh, I don't. And I think we roll with it. And I think we wait till the deadline. And I think that's when the big move could happen at the deadline. I I tend to agree with you. I think, um, I think they're looking at Grayson. I think opening day starter... I think the home opener might be Grayson Rodriguez. I think they're uh, I would, the home settled opener? on the home opener. Okay, yeah, that's very possible. Yeah, because I think you don't want him as the. I don't think you he's starting your number first, one yeah, opening day against in Boston. No, no. So we have three games in Boston. I think you might line him up to be number four. I mean, we don't want another Bruce Zimmerman situation to get the pitch opening day. Yeah, no, be, that's opener. an interesting decision. I mean, they could go so. with. Kyle Gibson, but maybe Kyle Gibson, you want him to pitch in Boston. Um, right. Yeah, it's going to be. But could you imagine the hype of Grayson Rodriguez home opener? Oh, yeah, it'd be awesome. It'd, it'd, be, pretty, it'd be pretty awesome. It'd be awesome. So I think, I think the Orioles have enough options right now for the rotation. They might sign it. I think they'll sign another veteran arm. Okay. Low level guy. But I think, yeah, I don't think we make any trades. I think this is it. And let's start getting ready for the 2023 Orioles. Yeah, sounds good to me. 
Um, I'm at peace with it. I'm at peace. It's going to be a fun year. Not the off season that I was kind of expecting, but I'm I'm okay. I'm at peace. Right. It's still going to be a fun season with the squad. Yep. All right. A little shorter, but we should get out of here. We got a we got some big episodes coming out the next couple of weeks, though. Yeah, some stuff we're, we're really get, yeah we're really excited about. Yeah, it's gonna be good stuff. I think we're gonna have looks like we're gonna have guests on the next two weeks, and they're both like guys that we're excited to have on. That's the way to get through guys, January. You, you are really guests like. on here. Get through January. Exactly. Exactly. Enough that I'm not gonna share the names of the guests because uh, I don't. I want to make sure they're they're all booked and and set. Yeah. But yeah, expect guests the next two weeks, and I don't mean this anyone. No real guests. No offense, yeah. Bert. Right, right. Though maybe we can get him on in January too. Book, yeah. book him too, yeah, Josh. We'll, we'll you can him. get him. He's a tough book. All right, all right. I'll try to him. book him. I know. He stayed at my house for a week and I still couldn't get him to talk into a microphone. Yeah. You should have just snuck one in there when you were just talking to him. Yeah. Really? All right. Cool. Well, you can, of course, in the meantime, follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Go to iTunes. We could use some more five-star reviews on iTunes. Go to iTunes or write a review. Birdland Sports. Yeah. Go t- check out shirts. They're everywhere now. Birdlandsports.com is where you get them directly from me, but I'm also putting my designs up on Etsy and Amazon as well now. Trying to get ready for the 2023 season. And send me some new ideas because it's time for me to launch a whole bunch of shirts before the season starts. Hey, um, can I ask you a question, Josh? I should probably say this for off the air. But um, no one listens this far in the podcast anyway. Hey, I noticed on Twitter, you know, that yeah. there's that, you know, we were kind of our acquaintances. I made friends of the show. OBP, OBP Apparel. We hung out with them yeah. before. Yeah. They had me blocked on Twitter. Is this related to Birdland Sports and why I'm blocked by them Wait, on Twitter? You're, you're blocked by OBP Apparel? Yeah, I just noticed it. That I just Let noticed this, uh, this week that they had me blocked on there. I don't know. They uh, and I didn't know if, if, if because you know they make nope. T-shirts. I am also blocked from OBP apparel. Okay, I think I'm blocked because of you, Josh. That's why I think I'm blocked. Probably so. I uh, I don't know. I know they ripped off some of my designs. Okay. So and I know I sent them some design ideas and they didn't do them and that's what motivated me to do Birdland Sports. Okay. So, uh, okay, I yeah, say, so, yeah, so I, and I, and I don't, just want to say to so, OBP Apparel, I really have nothing to do with Berlin Sports, so I don't know why you're And I want to say, uh, go ahead and block OBP Apparel <laughs> if you listen to Section 336. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care that they block me. That's funny. All right. I don't so care that you never don't care. And I don't, I don't care either. I mean, I've been known to, I've blocked, trust me, I've blocked my fair share of people. I have no issue with someone blocking me. Um, I just was a little curious because we've hung out with these guys. I like these guys. And it was just kind of out of the blue. And maybe, I don't know when it happened, but I just thought about the only connection I could have made is you're doing t-shirts. They're in it, the must, t-shirt it must be. A little competition. Um, I, and I'm actually inspired yes. by that. I'm going to go now after seeing that, Josh. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to block Bird's Eye View. There, we got it. We got it. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to, there, they've, you know, that, I should have done that a long time ago. Um, what's funny? Our rivals. What's blocked. What's funny is I thought I was friends with Cal still over on. Uh, I thought I saw some of his Christmas photos on Instagram. Let's see. That's weird. I'm. I'm still friends with. Yeah, I'm still friends with Cal. I mean, I didn't, even, I didn't even follow. Be so yeah, didn't follow that's him. that's that's hilarious. 
That's great. Yeah. Don't <laughs> don't follow OBP Apparel. Get your shirts from Birdland Sports. Don't you wish there was a list that I can see all the people on block? I wish there was a list that showed all the people who blocked you. Yeah, I don't know. I've never blocked. I don't think I've ever blocked anyone. No, I got a couple hundred people. So. All right, boys and girls. Well, yeah. Um, I don't expect Obi Perro to go and write us a review on iTunes. I hope they don't actually, because it probably won't be a good star one. Um, but go nah, ahead. They were probably that Slith- that Slytherin snake guy. Yeah, that's probably that. Ago. That was probably OBP Apparel four years ago, whatever it was. Yeah, um, <laughs> we just plugged them like seventeen times just for to blocking us. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. But but not but not in a good way. No, no, no. In a in a yeah yeah. All right, let's get out of here. Before I say anything else, we'll save any other conversation for off the air. All right. uh, you can follow me on Twitter, or you can block me on Twitter at section three three six. You can follow and block Josh on Twitter at Josh Soroka and at Birdland Sports. Thanks for listening, boys and girls. And as always, go O's and go Ravens. Fact or myth? In the big game, the coin toss usually comes up heads. That is a myth. In fact, tails has come up more often in recent years. Football is full of myths. Like the pigskin isn't actually made of pigskin. Gambling is a share of myths too. Unfortunately, believing gambling myths can cost you a lot of money. So learn what's myth and what's fact at KeepItFunOhio.com. You'll also find helpful tips, interesting quizzes, and great games all to help ensure gambling is always fun. This week at Macy's, find Valentine's Day gifts for all your loves, like fragrance gift sets they'll adore. Plus, take an extra 15% off with your coupon or Macy's card. On top of beautiful jewelry finds, now 35 to 70% off. And 25% off decadent chocolate from Godiva. Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift card services and fees. More at Macy's.com slash Star Rewards. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply.